Hello there, friends. Merry couple days before Christmas. Hope you're having an excellent holiday season and that you enjoyed our last episode, episode 14, Health in the Holidays. I think you really should go back and listen to that one if you haven't. It was kind of a chill one just between John and Baldo and a little bit of myself. And we had a lot of fun talking about what does it mean to be healthy around the holidays. So definitely go back, check that one out. You know, As you know, we are on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening to it now. You can find all the rest of the episodes there too. We really do appreciate you guys listening. And we just wanted to remind you to please, please, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Stitcher excuse me words, Stitcher, and uh, please leave us an awesome review. Um, any any ratings and reviews and subscriptions and downloads all help so that we can rank higher on those platforms and reach more people and spread the word of health. So we really appreciate that, guys. If you leave us a review on any of those platforms or if you join us live when we're recording this um, on Facebook, uh, we will read your comments. We really do appreciate them. So I actually have one from Stitcher today. The person registered their name as Health Freak. Definitely relevant. Um, they said, these hosts clearly just really like health but want to have a good time with it. They're not psycho, only do it this way health preachers. And they understand that health looks different on everyone without getting all woo-woo and ignoring the science. Thanks for an awesome show. Keep it up. Health Freak, whoever you are, thank you for that review on Stitcher. Guys, again, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you want to listen to us, you can find us. Um, and yeah, also on this Facebook live, or excuse me, on last week's Facebook live episode 14, um, we actually got ranked among the popular videos in Texas. So pretty cool. Thanks so much for tuning in everyone. We really do appreciate you joining us live, but, um, we put this on a podcast cause we know that it's pretty hard for everyone to do that. So, um, basically just any way that this information gets to you is good with us. Uh, before I introduce our guest for today, we are brought to you by Jolly Slenderella. Jolly Slenderella is the classic liver detox weight loss shot and IV um, blend, but it also has the added boosters for um, de-stress and good mood. So if you're stressed around the holidays, trying to get those last minute gifts, trying to um, help people uh, you know, with food or you're hosting for food, uh, we know it can be stressful even though holidays are supposed to be fun. So come in, get a Jolly Slenderella, help keep off those extra holiday pounds with the Liberty Talks, as well as calm your nerves down and help you just get stuff done. We're also brought to you by Flabs to Fitness, specializing in online health coaching with 20 minute workouts you can do anywhere, as well as brand management for health companies. So if you are a company that is trying to promote yourself in the health world and you just don't know where to start, reach out to Flabs to Fitness. Um, that's me. Uh, that's my company, Allison. Um, you can email me at flabstofitness at gmail.com for business inquiries. Um, and for inquiries on the Jolly Slenderella, email info at mendozasportswellness.com. All right. Our guest today is Sydney Taroby. I hope I'm saying that right, Sydney. I apologize. Um, 
but she's otherwise known as Spin City, spelled S-P-I-N-S-Y-D-D-Y. I think that's super cute and catchy. Um, on Instagram, she is a personal trainer and nutrition coach here in Austin, Texas, and she's a new Slenderella ambassador as well, but um, she's awesome. She's been kicking butt on her blog lately, and she's been really growing her following here in the Austin fitness community and just doing some awesome stuff for the health world, so we wanted to sit down with her and really chat today, and so I'm excited to share with you what she had to say. Without further ado, here is Sydney. Hi everyone, I'm Jonathan Mendoza with MSW Lounge, and the person to my left is the wonderful Sydney Tarabi, and we are in Westlake Hills, Texas right now, and we are gonna talk today about Sydney's story. So Sydney is a trainer here in Austin, mm -hmm. and she's actually been at a couple places we met before, and right now she's over Athletic Outcomes, but she's really big into the health and wellness community here, and so we thought we'd have her on the podcast here to talk a little bit about herself. So Sydney, tell us where you're from, like what why are you, yes. are you in the health and wellness and all that so I actually grew up in Austin Texas I am a former competitive athlete I swam pretty much for about eight years of my life and took it to UT where I swam at University of Texas on the women's swim team for a year but it still counts in my opinion um, which is kind of where my love for fitness and health kind of began I studied nutrition in my undergrad and then took that path and was gonna go to dental school and then just realized that dental school was not my thing, but I loved to work out and I loved to eat right and trying to like find my path of, you know, what works for me. Um, and cause there's a lot out there that I feel like is in the health industry, the fitness industry, that there was just so much out there that I didn't really know where to start. So I just started and uh, that brought me here eventually like years and years later and finally figured out, I guess my routine, what works for me. And that's been my journey ever since. Be started personal training. I started my blog, Spin City, if you follow me. Hey, what's up? Um, and it's just grown from there. So now I am a trainer at Athletic Outcomes. I personal train. I help run social media for them. And then I run my own brand. Yeah. So, I mean, you're selling yourself short because you have a lot of influence here in the city about what you do and how you influence like health and wellness for other people so like you talked about diet i mean obviously you're an athlete and so like like tell us right now like what are you eating like what's your diet like my diet i like to explain it as pretty much paleo okay. so allison would love that yes pretty much paleo and i say that because i was a person growing up where my family went to arby's we went to mcdonald's we you know ate fast food probably five or six nights out during the week I would come home after a practice and I remember specifically one time after a practice where I came home made like a gallon bowl full of cookie crisp cereal <laughs> I whole, remember those. all that like whole milk and yeah. had that was my pre-dinner snack after a practice because dinner didn't come soon enough yeah. and even that like you think as a swimmer as an athlete you can eat whatever you want and that's to a case because you're burning a ton of calories but then the mindfulness of what you're putting in your body is your fuel. So if I put really bad things in my body, I'm not going to feel good. I'm not going to perform my best. So yeah, started to play around with that. I found paleo after trying out many, many of diets, many, many ways of, you know, counting calories or macros or organic versus non-organic. And just found that eating organic, non-GMO, paleo-based diet works the best for me. Yeah. I feel the good. I feel less foggy. Um, but that being said, it's also Austin, Texas, and I travel, and my sister's a food blogger, so I drink sometimes. And I like to go out and have cheesecake or have certain things. Ice cream is like one of my guilty pleasures, so I have ice cream sometimes. But yeah. 
I wake up the next day and I don't feel very good. So it's just having those indulgences, knowing going into it, okay, like I'm going to an event, I know there's gonna be bad food there, what are my intentions? And I'm, am I working out for a shoot? Am I, you know, trying to like be on this health kick right now? Or can I go and like have a bowl of ice cream, like not feel, you know, horrible about it? So yeah. it's just finding that balance. So like explain to people what paleo is. I know Allison always yes. mentions it too, but what is paleo exactly? Paleo is pretty much no grain. So no quinoa, no rice, no brown rice, no um, tortillas, no tacos kind of. Um, and then also no dairy is the main ones. Honestly, I haven't looked into paleo in a while. It might've changed. Is that about right, Allison? The strict, the strict one also says beans. no legumes. So no that's, that's, that includes soy and peanuts. And so. that was, no, I don't eat any soy. Right. Yeah, definitely too. No MSGs, things like that. I like to cook, so I know what's going in my food. You but, can always um, do a tortilla free tacos. Tortilla free tacos, <laughs> yes. It's not the same, so those are also my indulgences are tacos. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was honestly the biggest thing for me was beans as well, or like quinoa you think is a health food. And it is a health food depending on if you can handle that and if that makes you feel okay. But beans for sure, I was addicted to hummus. I found it through in college. I found it. My friend were, my friends were like, you're, Mediter you're from Iran, your dad's Iranian. You've never had hummus before. And I was like, it's pureed beans. Why would I have hummus? Had one tried, I was addicted to the stuff. So that was the biggest change for me was having like no beans. Um, but I just feel better. I feel less gurgly, if that's even a word. So you mean but hummus I, is, is non-paleo? Really? Like, ah, oh, man. Well, I I'd say a, I'm lot of, a lot of people, it depends on the type of legume. Like mm -hmm. certain beans don't bother people. But I know for me, like kidney beans for sure get me. Yeah. As, but whereas lentils don't do anything. Yeah. So like it's even as specific as what kind of legume it is. Yeah. Sure. But that, that leads into like your specific diet, like what you mm -hmm. said before, like I noticed this with me, right? right? You said like the brain fog, maybe the day after, like mm -hmm. do people really not notice that when it comes to their diet? Um, I didn't realize, so I became paleo strictly because I started my blog and I had nutrition background and I found paleo and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Let me try it. I'm all for trying new things yeah. and seeing what works. Um, and what I realized, uh, definitely over the course of a few years, I try to tell my clients as well, is just being really mindful of when you're changing your diet, not just doing it for the hell of it, but doing it and seeing how your body reacts, taking actual physical notes after you eat something, maybe trying it for, you know, just a week, see how what your body does with a week of no beans or a week of no dairy and then going back to it. I have a client right now and not saying this for everyone, but a client right now who um, is Indian, she grew up eating ghee, lots of butter, lots of dairy in their diets. And I told her to cut out dairy and just see what happens. And she said that now they have a Froyo machine at her job. She had Froyo the other day and she's cut it out for probably a month now. She's like, I couldn't handle it. Like my body did not want it. And I was like, it's good to know. She did, but she didn't know before that. She was like, I don't think it affects my body. And I was like, okay, we'll take notes. We'll go through our training program and then we'll start to introduce diet things. So just being mindful, knowing what your body is going through and not saying you like cut out everything. Like I'm obviously a person who still enjoys the little things in life, like ice cream. Yeah. But knowing that there's going to be some repercussions to it. Right. And but I'm pretty sure like even the ice cream you eat, it's not just like the store bought like ice cream, right? Like 
Is it? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. I'm, got... a blue, I'm a bluebell girl. Like, I oh, love yeah. some well, You're a Texan, right? Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, yeah. so like, but like here in Austin, we have like vegan ice cream. Like there's like oh, 10 no, no, different no. places here. Yeah. You can go for the regular hardcore stuff. If I'm going to do ice cream, I'm going to do ice cream. Okay. There's right. nothing quite the same. But then you'll pay for it the next day. Yes. Okay. Even like maybe 30 minutes later, as I'm eating it, I'm like, oh God, this so what, is not going to be good. So what happens when you do eat it? Um, For lesser terms, my, I just feel really gurgly. I just don't feel good, depending on how much I eat. Honestly, the different types of ice cream, if they're creamier, if they're more sugary, or, you know, what's in them. But I just goes right through me <laughs> for less time. Yeah, terms. no, that's true. And I just feel really, I feel like there's a, just a layer on me, like just like thick layer. Yeah. And not saying I gain any weight from it because I don't care about that. It's just how I feel and I don't feel good. Right. I don't like feeling like that. It's inflammation. It's inflammation. That's what it is, right? Because most people are lactose intolerant Mm -hmm. to a certain degree, right? Like there was the idea that it was a big thing back in like the 90s and they had like all this lactose-free milk and all that. But then people start realizing most people have a hard time digesting Mm -hmm. dairy products to begin with, right? It's the casein, it's the protein in it, not necessarily the enzyme of lactose. Yeah. And so if you think about... All of our food, regardless of whether it comes in the form of meat, dairy, or even like legumes and all that stuff as well, it's whether our body can digest it. Not just like everyone, but like you specifically, right? Mm -hmm. So like you do paleo, I do hummus, apparently Mm -hmm. that's not paleo, but I love hummus because I feel fine with it. You know, like Allison will do more plant-based paleo nowadays, right? And then like Baldo will tell me he'll eat ice cream or dairy right away and like your knee acts up or you get acne and all that stuff Mm -hmm. too. Dairy doesn't bother me though. So like I eat paleo but I'll totally have some cheese every now and again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean it's listening to your body, right? So like that's what you're telling your clients is what you do now. But like back in college when you were swimming, you were eating cookie crisp cereal? Oh my god. I was eating everything. Like I couldn't tell you. I think I remember... So I went to UT on the campus. There was a Domino's, like, right down the road. I remember getting a Domino's, like, a medium-sized pizza to myself and finishing it all. Bread, garlic, MSGs, cheese, (laughs) all of it. And, like, whatever. I was swimming the next day. I didn't care. But, like, not being mindful of my body, not really, like, paying attention to things. But, like, knowing, like, oh, I just feel really full. Like, I'm just tired because I ate pizza. No, duh. But not paying attention to, like how am I actually feeling? And this is coming from a D1 athlete, you know, and you're telling me that you didn't care really because nutrition was like fuel for you, right? Like any Mm -hmm. type of food. How many athletes out there even care about the nutrition? I mean, nowadays, I think nowadays, it was like literally three years ago that I was in college, but it's becoming more prominent. And I think people are paying attention a lot more and like with athletes, with the general public, people are being more mindful. And I think there's also a good and a bad to that, you know, so people are coming out with keto diets, with paleo, with whatever it is, and a lot of things are fad diets, mm-hmm. not saying paleo or keto is, but people just assume that if they go a certain way, that that is standard and that's what they do and they're going to lose weight and they're going to feel really good. And that's just like not the case. I yeah. think you can turn a diet like paleo or keto into either a lifestyle choice or a fad as mm-hmm. well. You know, if someone says, I'm going to be paleo for 30 days, they think they can reap whatever benefits of paleo are for 30 days and then just go back to eating the way they used to and not gain back any of the weight that they just lost. Yes. It's like when people go on like juice cleanses or something, it's very short term. Yeah. But you, you're referring to diet in the sense that you're not trying to lose weight. Cause I mean, Mm -hmm. obviously that's not the case with you. You're saying like, this is how I'm eating because it makes me feel good. Right. Right. And it honestly took me a little bit to get to that point. 
Like I wouldn't say that if I'm, I would be lying if I said that I didn't always try these diets to try to see if I could lose weight. Cause right now I'm at a spot where I'm happy with my weight. I'm totally fine with it. I work out a lot. I feel good. But after swimming, I, after burning a ton of calories, I was still eating the same. I gained probably 10 to 15 pounds and I didn't realize it. It was very slow progression, but you know, it's just something that I got more mindful of, more comfortable in body, understanding that I need to like be more intuitive is a really strong word yeah. that a lot of people use nowadays, intuitive with your eating. So, um, I don't know, I'm kind of losing my train of thought. Well, but, the, the idea that if you're going to be intuitive and actually listen to your body, that's one thing, but like you have to apply it consistently, mm -hmm. right? So like the ice cream thing, like you varied off your diet, right? Mm -hmm. It's not paleo, you're like I'm gonna eat it and that's fine, but you're not saying that, that if you're eating consistently a certain way, you're not saying like, all right, well, you can't ever eat something that's not on that diet. Sure. You say you just do it every now and then, right? Yeah, and that's what works for me. Like saying I hate the word being restrictive because I think it has a really negative connotation with it. Yeah. And so when I restrict myself from dairy or I go into it, that just makes me feel really shitty. Excuse my language. Makes me feel really bad. Um, it makes other people feel like, oh, like she's like restricting dairy. Like maybe I should stop doing that too. It's like, no, it's just something that I'm mindful of. And when I want to have my dairy, I'll have it or with anything not on the paleo diet. But just going back to um, intuitive eating, it's a lifestyle. And I hear so many people talk about a lifestyle choice. And even me, like I'll listen to podcasts or I'll listen to things. I'm like, yeah, yeah, lifestyle. It took me at least six months to a year to figure out what that actually meant. Right. Like to figure out that I don't have to really think about my food. I know what I'm buying when I go in the grocery store. I know what to avoid. I know what works. And that's just the way my lifestyle works. That's the way I live my life and I feel good about it. I don't feel like I'm restricting it on my diet. I don't feel like I'm missing out on life because I'm not having ice cream every night yeah. or going to these events and like not eating everything they offer. And that's what works for me. Right. It's my lifestyle. So then you mentioned like going and shopping, it's like just second nature now to go do mm -hmm. that. And then Allison does the same thing when she trains people like basically this is how you shop this is what to look for but the truth is i mean there's still people that i see that they're shopping in the aisles and they just recognize the logo or like a brand sure. and they just pick it up so like if somebody were to say how am i supposed to shop how am i supposed to read labels like give us a couple examples like what you do well i also have been i have a huge sweet tooth like one of the biggest we cannot have any like refined sugars or sweets in my house because if they give us a box like if we get sent like a box of cookies my sister and i i will eat all of them yeah. no joke i will sit there and eat all of them i do that and like, <laughs> it's, it's yeah and it's not it's just me i know i'm either like a cold turkey or not kind of gal yeah so like if sweets are in the house i can't have one cookie i need to have multiple and like maybe i'll be satisfied but it's that so that refined sugar yeah. aspect so whenever i look for foods i look for do they add sugar to them I try to keep things under double digits on the grams of sugars per okay. serving, um, making sure it's high in protein, making sure the ingredients are organic, non-GMO. Things just taste better to me when they're like that. Yeah. If you see, even the best comparison is salmon. So when I buy salmon, it's wild caught and nothing's been done to it. So I buy canned salmon a lot. I don't know, I've mentioned this on my blog too. I, right. loved can I love canned salmon, I don't know why. Yeah. But it's just so easy for me, and all it is is wild-caught salmon and no added salt yeah. either. That's simple. And it's good. It's so simple. And I, that's all I want to know that's in it, so then I can add my own seasonings to it, and it's good to go. 
like you buy even pre-mixed um, meals that have their own spice in them, you don't know the quality of ingredients. You don't know where they're sourcing these things. So I was trying to look for the best sourced ingredients, organic produce, um, and you know that because they go bad pretty pretty quickly. Yep. yep. Berries um, do especially. Berries do. It's like basically you're checking out and it's like already molding right there. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so like if you're not at the convenience of going to the grocery store, mm -hmm. let's say I go to a restaurant and it's mm -hmm. holidays, right? Sometimes people eat at someone's house. Sometimes yeah. they're going out to a big dinner. What are you supposed to do then? So for events or people's holiday parties, I. Um, what's it called? I snack or eat my own meal at home and then I go to these parties because if they're like three or four hours long and it's seven o'clock I for one don't want to be eating till 10 p.m. because yeah. I'm gonna wake up early and then it's just my whole body clock is off but then I'm also not obligated I don't feel like I need food and snacking at these parties I only have like one hors d'oeuvre but I don't have to sit there and eat like 10 of these fried dumplings or whatever they are yeah, yeah. But if I go to restaurants, I'm that girl who customizes everything. You're that person. That I'm, I need not to change a, that I'm that annoying AF person who will sit in a smoothie line, who will sit at the restaurant, <laughs> and I'll ask, what oils is cooked in? How much salt are you all adding? But what about this? How does this sound? And like the other day, I tried to order an omelet with two eggs, one egg white. And she thought I was saying egg white omelet. I was like, no, 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 you're missing. Because people, when you go out, if you didn't know this, three eggs are used in your omelets usually. Okay, three I didn't eggs. know that. That's awesome. So it's usually a three egg omelet. Okay. So I go two eggs, one egg white. And she, for five minutes, went back and forth. And I was like, you know what? Egg white omelet, just go with it. It's fine. And I worked with it. It was fine. But I'm that person who will fight for it and they get annoyed with me. And I'm okay with it as long as I don't spit my food. I was going to say, you're waiting for that. Sometimes there are other <laughs> people. You have to read, to read your situation. But I like to customize, make my own thing, because also I just feel better. I'm paying for it, so I don't really feel bad, honestly. Yeah. Like, I'm paying for it, yeah, so sure. customize it. Like, I would, like, eat at my house. So, yeah. going out and you go to get smoothies, there's hidden, you know, maybe a smoothie. You think, oh, there's probably a banana in there. Mm-mm, let me tell you, there's way more than one banana in that smoothie. Make yeah. it taste that damn yeah. good, because my yeah. smoothie at home with half a banana don't taste nearly yeah. as good. So I agree with that. So, just being mindful of, like, just because the smoothie doesn't mean it's the healthiest thing for you. So do you well. do you bring like hot sauce with you too? Don't bring hot sauce with me. <laughs> I don't bring any condiments just yet. <laughs> just yet. Just yet. But I am thinking about bringing like my own salad dressings places. I do yeah. know people who bring their own olive oil and sea salt places. Yeah. And then yeah. like mix it all there in front. Yeah, they'll just ask for their salad dry and they'll use their own olive oil. Yeah. Or they'll ask for their like steak with those seasonings or whatever and just put yeah. their salt on it. You know, but you gotta imagine like a place like Austin right now. I mean, we have places that are like strictly gluten-free kitchens. Sure. So you gotta imagine that there's probably people just like yourself that are coming up there and saying, I want this, this, and that, and that. Sure. Um, I still say it today, it's a plug for Kirby Lane, but I'm, was the omelet issue at Kirby Lane? No, it was That's a why. place. That's why, that's right. But like, they, they'll do that. They'll customize it. Baldo wants uh, all his stuff like vegan, right? Like how many times have you ordered something to where it's like, well, we can change this, like right. the nachos, right? The nachos, I always make them vegan. Yeah, we literally always all go as a company to Kirby Lane because we know we can all find something. That yeah, we yeah. But we can <laughs> yeah. customize it to what we like, and they don't bat an eye. Like they don't right. like roll their eyes and they're like this guy, you know, whatever. But yeah. I don't care because I'm like you, like just like we had our podcast last week. We talked about the holiday stuff, you mm -hmm. know, like what are you gonna do when you go to parties? You eat beforehand. Yeah. I basically said no to certain things because I'm just like I'm just not gonna do it. I don't care sure. who I offend. Yeah. Right. Like I just don't care because if everything's fried, then I'm gonna be kind of mad. I'm like. Come on, guys. Like, you're right. going to just, like, everyone here is unhealthy. Like, we can't yeah. all eat this crap, you yeah. know? 
So I'm, I'm with you on that. Like, especially when it comes to food, I tell everyone, nobody cares about your diet except you. Right. So if I'm going to go it's to a certain true. place, I'm going to look ahead of time at the menu. Like, what can I eat? Like, I had a friend in San Antonio, which is very different as far as restaurants goes than here. And they were like, yeah, we're going to go eat this pizza joint. Yeah. I went up there and I was like, man, this menu sucks. But they have a salad bar. I went yeah. to the salad bar uh, person up there and I was like, hey, do y'all have like gluten-free crust? And the lady's like, gluten-free? Like, mm -hmm. you know, like this language I was speaking or whatever. I was like, all right, well, give me the salad bar. And I look and it's like the iceberg lettuce, right. the little ham cubes, yep. you know, and just like this tomatoes that looked like they were two weeks old. And I was like, man, this sucks, dude. Yeah. But like, there's still enough places out there that are catching on. Like mm -hmm. I was even reading today about an article about McDonald's that are basically looking at the idea of the source of their meat now. They're actually taking uh, attention to it and oh saying like, gosh. all right, we want everything to be grass fed. But I think it's the influences from some of the investors that mm -hmm. are basically saying like, you need to change the way you approach this because there's enough people like Sydney mm -hmm. who are going out there and asking for this stuff. This is what the people want. Right. Right. So I even think you said three years ago, mm -hmm. you know, it seems like an eternity, you know, for certain people, but we've made big changes since then. Sure. Right. Yeah. And there's people who are even like 60 years old. They're saying like, yeah, I've been gluten free for 20 years, you know, yeah. they basically just stopped eating bread. Right which is not a bad deal because bread's one of the most processed foods out there, right? Right. So so that we've covered diet to a T, right? Like we talked about it's lunchtime, so obviously we're yeah. on the food topic <laughs> right now and I have not eaten yet. But um, as far as the rest of goes, like you are a trainer, yes. right? So you've done all the different types of workouts, right? So many different There's types. all kinds out there. And yes. you know, Baldo's even gone to AO and mm -hmm. uh, we love your gym, it's amazing. Awesome. But like when someone comes to you, like especially with the new year, right? Mm -hmm. They're saying, all right, I wanna get in shape. I want to lose this weight. I want to get healthy. What do you tell them? Well, I definitely mentioned AO because that's just where I, where I found the most progress in my own self. I've tried everything, but I ask them, first thing is, what do you like to do? Because I have people, I used to teach another studio um, that was like running a strength training. I used to teach spin. And I started those places because I had really enjoyed spinning. I really enjoyed running. But I have people that come to me and they're like, okay, I want to run, but like, I don't really like it, but I know that like, I'll probably lose weight. And I'm like, well, then you're not gonna stick with it. Newsflash, like if you don't like running, don't go to a running gym. You know, there's so many different types of workouts, boxing, bar, you know, cross training. Um, so I ask them what they like to do. And if they don't know what to like, I maybe list off a few things like, yeah, 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 I definitely like that. Sounds like up my alley. Yeah. The reason I like athletic outcomes is because being a former athlete, it makes me feel the most strong. It makes me feel very confident when I leave. I know that every time I go, I'm gonna get in a really cool, awesome workout. Not to say every workout is just hard hitting, you know, balls to the wall, lifting heavy, going sprinting. It's some of them are just core and balance. And that's really cool to me because you take for granted balancing on a leg or you take for granted like how strong your core is because your core is attached to everything else. You wanna make sure it's a nice strong base. So that's really I like athletic outcomes, and I recommend to everyone because there is that line of, you can be, the, you know, stepping your first, taking your first step into a gym for the first time, and you're totally fine, or you can be a former athlete and feel extremely comfortable and challenge yourself. Right. So. I don't consider you a former athlete by any means, oh. but that's fine. But like, I one of the reasons I like AO, and I've mentioned this to Dr. B as well. Mm -hmm. um, it looks like on the surface, like it's a CrossFit gym mm -hmm. and there's nothing against CrossFit. All right, I've, apparently I'm starting CrossFit now too. I've been doing it for the past month. I didn't <laughs> even know it, but like, it's not for everyone, No. right? And for the person who hasn't actually taken 
any type of steps to go towards a gym, mm -hmm. it can be intimidating, right? Like sure. there's a lot of times people just hang out on the treadmills or the ellipticals because they don't know that they can say they can lift weights and not bulk up. Like it's the number one thing that women say, like, I don't want to bulk up. Oh my gosh, it kills me. Yeah. It literally kills me. And it also, that's something too that I, sorry to like cut you off. No, go ahead. But I did not, after swimming, we also lifted weights and that's kind of when I was gaining weight on the scale as well. My heaviest was probably 155. And like for me being 5'6", being an athlete, it was fine, I think, but like I definitely noticed the switch change of when I stopped working out and I started eating a lot. That I was like, hmm, this muscle is not muscle anymore. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I swam, I was lifting super heavy, I'm never lifting weights again, I do not want to look like that. And it took me probably a year and a half, two years to like pick up a weight over 10 pounds. And I was like, I'm spinning a lot. I'm not lifting any weights. Why am I not losing any weight? Why am I not toning up? Why don't I look like these girls who are super toned, who are also spinning? And it took me a lot to realize like, oh, like they're cross training. Also genetics plays a part. That's a whole nother topic. But lifting weights is not gonna make you bulky. There's definitely a way to do it that, yeah, sure. If you wanna bulk up for a competition, if you like to look like that, that's fine. For me, I just wanna be toned and athletic and feel good and lifting weights, I enjoy doing it, and I've seen the most change in my body by incorporating them into my regime. Yeah, and there's probably like a 10 pound weight, right? Oh, it's way more now. Then, yeah, but that's what you started off with, I right? started off with 10, and then my I had other friends, it was before I was personal training, who were like, Sid, like, if you wanna tone up, like, you gotta like lift some weights. And I was like, LOL, you're funny. And like, kind of brushed it off, like in the back of my mind, like still knowing what they're talking about. Didn't take me until like, honestly, maybe a year ago that I started to like lift really heavy stuff. Yeah. Heavy stuff. But uh, it's been great and I love it. I feel super strong, feel powerful. I feel my body change over the course of a year because of it. Yeah. And I mean, don't tell me in the comments if I do look bulky, but that's fine if I do too. <laughs> if I look bulky, bulky to you, then that's okay. Because yeah. everyone has a different aesthetic. Everyone has a different way of how they like to lift weights. But if you're wanting to tone and you're scared of lifting weights, don't be scared of it is what I'm trying to say. I, I can actually, proclaim the same thing as well. I was under the impression, almost like you, a couple years ago where I was like, I just want to tone up. Mm -hmm. I want to slim down, I don't want bulky muscles because that's not my physique or whatever. So I didn't lift any weights. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm gonna get as fit as I can by doing as much cardio and hit as I can, right? And it sucked. Like I was mm -hmm. just like, this is not working for me. I do need to get some muscles, start doing lift, to start doing bench and all that. And it, it made a big difference. So like, I know that there's many different aspects to to approach working out, but you touched on something. I just want to just bring it up for real quick, and I know it's a touchy subject, but like, we've had people that have come on here, especially women, and there's a certain like image mm -hmm. that's out there. And you're obviously on social media. You're huge on social media. So is Allison. So is Baldo. You see photos every day mm -hmm. of these women who are posting a certain physique that they think everyone's supposed to be. But you said everyone's different mm -hmm. so what do i tell someone when they come in they're like well i don't look like that person on instagram there i don't think i ever will mm -hmm. what do i tell them and you might not and that's okay like it's just being accepting the fact you are and again you always hear people say oh like i just want to be you should be happy with your body blah 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 and like yes obviously like it but it takes some time obviously people who go through eating disorders who go through the gym or even for me like i think everyone always picks out the thing on something that they wish they had for me it's really hard to get my arms really toned so i always appreciate a good arm 
for me, it's really hard to get my hamstrings. I'm very quad dominant. I always appreciate good hamstring. I appreciate, you know, longer straight hair or someone with a really tiny nose. It's just like random things that are like really good eyebrows, like random things that you yourself critique and you notice someone else. And it's so hard to get past that point of like, you know what, good for them. You should be happy. You should empower other people. And like, maybe I'll look like that someday if I work that hard, maybe I won't. But as long as you're comfortable and happy with what you're doing and that lifestyle of working out, eating right, what makes you feel good, then I mean, you're a success story, so. And that that goes for men as well, because it's incredible. Like if you, and I, this is a weird example, but like look at the Superman toys like the figurines from the 80s compared to now like there's bigger biceps there's like mm-hmm. the lats are bigger like apparently there's 10 packs now on guys and it's just crazy because i'm thinking like how the hell did they get that and if mm-hmm. that's the physique now that we're shooting for i mean look at nfl players and athletes nowadays i mean lebron is like this freak of nature and yet like he's going to be setting the standard for what athletes are going to be uh, like striving for in the future i think it's good to note too that like i mean obviously with weight loss like if someone, bone structure does matter. Mm-hmm. So like um, certain people, like like Sydney's got a really long torso, but like I have no torso. And like we're the same height, but like our yeah. legs are probably at two different le- levels. So like her at 155 is gonna look different than me at 155 yeah. just because we have different length limbs. Even something as simple as that, like mm-hmm. you're never gonna look like that person on Instagram because you don't have their body. Like right. you could be the same weight as them and look completely different depending on your training style again like you said like 155 with muscle looks completely different than 155 mm-hmm. not with muscle yeah um you know as well as like just genetics how your body stores weight how you, where, what types of muscles you're working out more if you're doing a lot more lower body then your legs are going to be a lot thicker and you're going to have skinnier arms and yeah you know so it, it, everything plays a factor yeah, yeah. i agree the exact same thing someone else is doing and because i'm glute dominant i don't have quad the awesome quad like when city came in earlier today i was like oh my gosh she's got awesome quad like, <laughs> oh i'm quad dominant whereas i'm glute dominant so like i can never get my quads to look good but my butt is always big so it's just like yeah it just depends you yeah know? and that's something like i envy i'm like hell yes girl like get, let's train let's do some quad and glute like training like that's it's exactly like i'm very comfortable in my body but obviously, you, you're your biggest critique, yeah. and so you just gotta be comfortable and be happy with yourself. I, I Well said, uh, and it goes both ways. It's not just the girls, it's mm. the oh, guys totally. as well, right? Like totally. it's Because, like I said, if I have broad shoulders, I know that I'm gonna use that to my advantage. Even though I don't have a big chest, it makes it appear that way, right? If I have good posture, I don't slouch all the time, <laughs> then no. uh, apparently I'm gonna look bigger than what I am. But like, it's taken me years to be comfortable at this point mm-hmm. right now. And you know, going back to the diet again, I do eat what I want sometimes mm-hmm. at this point because I do have the Cinderella shot, so I don't have to worry about that yeah. too much. I had the Molly's, you know, and I've been eating them recently because that's what I do around Christmas time. I got a shot for that now. I don't beat myself up like you right. do with the ice yeah. cream, right? Because you're comfortable. You know that you're not going to just stop working out next week. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're going to stop eating right for the next couple of years and then eventually you'll get back to it in five years. Like, this is your lifestyle. Right. And it's important to know, and I was talking with someone earlier. This is a marathon, right? And you, if you want to make the metaphor, like Allison's gotten a certain way that she's eating, she's modifying her paleo. Baldo is vegan now, and that happened within the past, what, year? Yeah. You know, I've cut back on my meat because I know it inflames my heart. It's more genetics, like you talked about earlier. This is just who you are. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're doing this and you're showing other people that say, hey, even as an athlete, I, I had some things wrong. 
I wasn't doing it right. Even as a guy uh, who works out, I wasn't working out the right way. As a trainer even, you're telling people, this might not be the 100% way to do it, mm -hmm. but we can always modify mm -hmm. and we can always change approaches based off what those people are telling us. And that's why I saw it AO, was it's basically anyone's welcome. Basically, anytime that you post something, when you tell people, you're doing all kinds of things, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're always learning. You're coming in here getting, you know, the shots. You're coming mm -hmm. in here and talking about your DEXA scan. You yeah. know, like you're doing all these things out here because you're saying this is going to improve me inside and out. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the most influential thing that you have for most people is that you're showing other people like you can always improve. And it doesn't mean that you need to change. It's just sure. saying like there's always ways to improve. Right. Yeah. So uh, I think we're about out of time. So I want to thank Sydney for jumping on. Uh, where you. can people find you? So you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and I have a blog all under Spin City, S-P-I-N-S-Y-D-D-Y. My name is Sydney. And thank you so much for having me. Thanks for coming on. Everyone come see us at MSW Lounge. Y'all have a great holiday season.